It's me again, Marmy Regine. We are now on the third episode. In this episode, we will discuss a bit of epidemiology and some preventive measures on how to avoid this coronavirus, especially during the second wave in the fall. I recently saw a video where Bill Gates mentioned the second wave of the pandemic in the fall would be the worse than the recent first wave. Now, what is epidemiology? By online Google definition, epidemiology is the branch of medicine which deals with the incidence, distribution, and possible control of diseases and other factors relating to health. So what do we mean by this? Is that it gives an overview of the current prevalence of the existing disease within a population and locating the exact areas where they can be found. Remember in my previous podcast episode on viral load, I referred to it as the hot spot where there is a cluster of COVID cases that can be found. Alongside this definition, epidemiology also covers the preventive measures in cases of an epidemic and circumstances when it is a pandemic such as the current coronavirus disease around the world today. I recently finished my pre-calculus summer class where Professor Casey Wiggins taught us the computation of exponential growth of bacteria that epidemiologists calculate in the simplest form to predict how bacteria will behave soon. Such math calculations will estimate if there will be an increase or decrease in the growth of bacteria within specific populations. Of course, there are more complex mathematical tools that they use in technical research on epidemiological studies. However, Exponential growth is a vital tool during an epidemic or pandemic outbreak of bacteria in a population. I found an article below about what Harvard epidemiologists think about COVID-19. The caption is, Harvard epidemiologists, beware COVID-19 second wave this fall. By the way, you heard me mention below. I recently created a Patreon website, so I will share the texts of the people who will be my patron. That's why I mentioned the word below. I will give the website, and since I cannot say the exact website on the podcast, it will be on my Patreon page. Now, moving along. The article gives a tone of prediction on the pandemic's possible outcome in the second wave in the coming fall season. Len Strazewski, the contributing news writer, published the article last May 8, 2020, stating how a Harvard epidemiologist describes the current COVID-19 pandemic. The report says if the weather is a reliable parameter, on how the summer conditions will affect the virus behavior. And for the general public, how will they deal with the continuous habit of wearing a face mask, social distancing, and the new normal of a quarantined lifestyle? Ooh, nobody wants to be quarantined. Summertime did prove 
a semi-reopening of the public businesses. Yet the article believes it is just a short-time basis for the fall to bring the second wave of the virus. Like the Philippines, where I was born and raised in some tropical countries, the summer heat did slow down the viral spread. Still, it does not mean it completely halted the spread of the virus. So the immunity in the first wave cannot be guaranteed in the second wave in the coming fall season. Alright? So, along with that article is a YouTube page which is also a conversation of Dr. Bauchner's podcast as he interviewed Dr. Mark Lipsich, an epidemiologist from Harvard University. It may be JAMA who released it, but there is a given YouTube link. So, you can watch it in YouTube. And I'll put the link on the text that I'll put in my Patreon page. The title is Coronavirus Q&A, Predicting Pandemics. Yeah, that's epidemiology. You always have to predict what will be the outcome. If the, the virus will grow or not. Now, Dr. Mark Lipsich of Harvard University stated his predictions on the percentage of around 50 to 70% of the world's adult group is likely to be infected with COVID-19 in the fall. Wow, that's a big percentage. Haha. Huh? Now, like the exponential growth model I mentioned earlier from my pre-calculus class, Dr. Mark Lipsich added that some prediction models are not accurately used to predict coronavirus behavior in the fall 2020. In the first 27 minutes of the Q&A interview of Dr. Bachner, they discussed the first three months of the pandemic incidents and the thoughts of Dr. Mark Lipsich. They compared and contrasted coronavirus and flu and why they are similar yet different simultaneously. Of course, they wanted to know if wearing masks or face shields will be an effective way along with social distancing to control the spread of the virus. In terms of economics and health and reopening lately, the general public needs to prepare to deal with the possibility of preventing the viral spread. Yet, they still don't know if serological testing will be effective. Hmm. They talk about the population's immunity, such as the so-called herd immunity questions that still need answers before we get to the fall. Herd immunity is how a particular community will have an increased likelihood to exhibit disease-resistant body characteristics which can be due to their body's strong immune system from a healthy lifestyle or maybe acquired through vaccination. Yes, those are the two reasons of herd immunity. Strong immunity and vaccination. That is why there is the race among several nations who can figure out the best recipe for the right vaccine that will prevent the spread of coronavirus. Yeah. I found an article that they are doing good in their vaccine research in Israel. Hmm. Interesting. It seems that most intelligent people come from Israel. 
However, some are resistant to vaccination that they can do more harm than good in the population. Some people call it the anti-vaxxers. They don't like vaccination. Well, I don't want to comment on that. Everyone is entitled to their own opinions, right? So how did they conclude the, their conversation? It was simple and short conclusion that the coming fall season will be a difficult one. Yes, you heard it. It will be a difficult one. Dr. Mark Lipsich stated that we will have a harder time controlling coronavirus in the fall. And we will all be very tired of social distancing and other tactics. The hard thing will be to keep enough of it to protect our ICUs and keep the number of cases from flaring up, he said. He added that coronavirus will continue its transmission mode from the springtime and will increase its peak in November and December. Finally, a good advice is to keep wearing masks and other personal protective equipment and double the viral testing frequency. In the fall season, there should be more vigilance and be aggressive than ever in controlling the spread of viral infections. You heard it from my podcast, so be very careful in the fall. This is a warning, friends. Now, let's go to the prevention. Let us shift to the vitamin supplements I took and I am still taking up to this day to boost my immune system during this COVID-19 pandemic. The International Society for Orthomolecular Medicine advised in the article from the Green Med Info website that supplements can minimize or even prevent symptoms of acquiring the viral infection. The following lists are my supplements where I follow the daily recommended dose for adults. By the way, children's consumption is a reduction of dosage based on the proportion of their body weight. You know, the body mass. Now, the first is vitamin C for 3,000 milligrams daily or increased amount in divided doses. Next is vitamin D3 for about 2,000 international units daily. Note that one should start around 5,000 international units per day for two weeks, then a reduction to 2,000 international units per day later on. Magnesium for about 400 milligrams daily in citrate, malate, chelate, or chloride form. Zinc for around 20 milligrams daily and selenium for about 100 micrograms on daily dosage. In conclusion, Vitamin C, vitamin D, magnesium, zinc, and selenium have strengthened my immune system against coronavirus. By the way, I still wear masks and practice social distancing in public places. And this is just what I'm taking. I'm not a doctor to recommend them to you, but it's just a word of advice. Now... Let us continue to discuss some more tips from other countries on how they experienced the COVID-19 during this first wave of the pandemic. 
I am sure we will need them to add to our knowledge of how to survive the second wave. I actually found them in my Facebook Messenger. And take note, friends, I am just the messenger in this case. As they say, friends, do not kill the messenger. <laughs> now, here is the information from Singapore from Dr. Negrin. They have now understood the behavior of the COVID-19 virus after autopsies were done. This virus obstructs the respiratory pathways which, with thick mucus that solidifies and blocks the airways. Ooh! It's really scary. The recommendations are the following. Listen up, folks. Drink lots of hot liquid like soups, teas, warm water. Have a possible sip of warm water every 20 minutes because this keeps your mouth moist and washes any virus that entered your mouth. Stomach gastric juices will neutralize it before it can get to the lungs. So, Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate again. Then, gargle an antiseptic in warm water like vinegar, salt, or lemon every day if possible. Then, the virus attaches itself to the hair and clothes. So, any detergent or soap kills it, but you must take a bath or shower when you get in from the street. Avoid sitting down anywhere and go straight to the bathroom and shower, folks. Cleanliness is the key all the time to avoid this bacterial and viral infection. And then, we have to wash metallic surfaces like the sinks, etc. Because the virus can remain viable in, on these for up to 9 days. Avoid touching handrails and door handles. So, wipe door handles in your house frequently with sterilizer or any sanitizer or any spray just to clean it. And the most important is do not, do not, do not smoke. Well, I know most people are really chain smoker. But if you want to live longer, <laughs> you better quit as early as this time because the pandemic will be a year or two from now. That's how the experts estimated it. And of course, you have to wash your hands every 20 minutes using any soap that foams. Do this for 20 seconds and wash your hands thoroughly. You know, the famous happy birthday song when you wash your hands it's at least 20 to 21 seconds oh sorry about that i said 20 minutes it's just 20 to 21 seconds <laughs> then eat fruits and vegetables very important because they have vitamins and minerals and on the supplement side Try to elevate your zinc levels in the body, not just a lot of vitamin C dosage, alright? Take note that animals do not spread the virus to people. It is the person-to-person -person transmission or what you call direct contact, right? Avoid getting the flu or avoid getting the common flu. 
as this weakens your immune system. Avoid eating and drinking ice or cold things. So make sure that you always eat, um, drink hot beverage, and eat foods that are heated in the microwave. If you feel any discomfort in your throat or a sore throat coming, gargle right away with salt and warm water. Protect yourself by avoiding people who may be carriers, especially in the subway. Oh my God, I really practice social distancing in the subway. I don't sit next to someone. And then, folks, friends, you have to survive this pandemic. This second wave of the pandemic. So, that's all I have for you today. Thank you, friends, folks, for listening again. Stay tuned to the next episode about politics and pandemic of coronavirus. Maybe I'll dash in a little politics on my next episode. What do you think? Well, just to keep up with the political times. You know, there's... This is partly political, the pandemic anyway. Alright? Stay tuned to the next episode of Pandemic Podcast Coronavirus. This is Marmy again. Thank you so much, folks. Till next time.